0: Welcome to the Growing Parent Podcast. I'm Marla McBride, your host. Are you the mom or dad of a newborn to five-year-old? Do you want to be a great parent but have no idea how? Are you so afraid of messing up your kids that you're overwhelmed by anxiety? Come grow in your parenting confidence through the Growing Parent Podcast, courses, and community. I'm looking forward to serving you. Hey, growing parent friends, super excited to talk to you today about sleep. I'm going to use a sleep chart as just a quick guide to give you some highlights and give you a few things to think about and um, to process through. And if you have the fortunate experience of parenting with a spouse, I suggest that you both talk about this because sleep is an issue that the entire family has to be concerned with and be on the same page about. So you'll want to print out the handouts that I've attached. And the first one is called, How Much Sleep Does Your Baby Need? And the second one is, How Much Does Your, How Much Sleep Does Your Toddler Need? Take a look, familiarize yourself with the ages and the hours they need, but specifically look at your child's age and how much sleep they need. I'm just going to kind of go through them. And we'll talk about a few things. First, I want to put a few myths out there or um, comments that people make. As a parent, you're going to begin hearing lots of things like, when is your baby sleeping through the night? Is your baby sleeping through the night? How many naps a day does your baby take? Uh, Is your baby talking? Is your baby walking? Or Susie Q is walking, Susie Q is talking, Susie Q is sleeping through the night. They slept through the night for 12 hours. The third night we came home from the hospital, after we came home from the hospital, you will hear all kinds of interesting things. First of all, I want you to know, parenting is not a competition. Parenting is a blessing and children are God's gift to us and he shapes and molds us through them and um, draws us closer to him through our children. So, not a competition. So, if your friend or neighbor or niece or nephew slept through the night, by the third night they were home from the hospital, great for them. What you and I are going to talk about is developmentally what's appropriate to expect. Because when we take everything back to development, just like we do walking, talking, um, when we learn to count, all of those things, that's based on some facts. It's based on a demonstrated pattern that's been observed and learned over time. So I'm going to show you, this is what I consider the sleep Bible. It's called Healthy Sleep Habits, Happy Child. It's by Dr. Mark Weisbluth. And he was a contributor for the component of the sleep curriculum for the developmental curriculum that I teach from in The Growing Parent. And I want you to know that he has studied sleep patterns of children, for decades, and uh, he he is a very knowledgeable, reliable source. He doesn't necessarily use this method or method or that method, but he uses good developmental information. So, if you're going to buy one book, parenting, this is the one I will tell you to use because it references sleep all the way up to um, adolescence. So, healthy sleep habits. teach your child throughout a lifetime. And it's our responsibility as parents to teach our children healthy sleep habits. So I've got that out of the way. The other thing I want to talk to you about is um, some of the, the myths, I guess, that are out there. There are people who are still out there saying, add cereal to your baby's bottle to help them sleep all night. Well, there is study after study that proves that filling a bottle with cereal can cause choking and leads to obesity. So that's not going to help their sleep. You'll also hear people say breastfed babies don't sleep through the night and bottle-fed babies do. There there can be some truth to that because formula can be a little more sating, but we're talking a difference of 30 to 45 minutes more. We're not talking about a huge amount of time. And there are more benefits to breastfeeding than there are formula feeding. Although Either method you use is fine for you. There is no judgment here, but that's not a reason sleeping through the night, so to speak, or how your baby's sleep patterns work out is not a reason to choose breastfeeding or bottle feeding. Um, The other thing that I hear is that co-sleeping babies sleep better. Babies who sleep in their own bed sleep better. I mean, there's lots of debate, lots of thoughts, lots of ideas, like many parenting um, situations. The other one I hear is that, you know, if you keep your baby awake all day, then they'll sleep all night. Um, I hear your baby has their days and nights mixed up. Well, days and nights, depending on how old your baby is, days and nights to a newborn are foreign concepts. So those are all things that all parents hear. And what I want you to consider is what does my baby need developmentally? So how much does sleep does your baby need? And how How do we teach healthy sleep habits? So newborns in a 24 um, hour period need 14 to 17 hours of sleep. And that is not consolidated straight 14 to 17 hours. That's within a 24 hour period. So their little naps nodding off here and there count for that time. At four weeks of age, your baby still needs 14 to 17 hours. They'll sleep a bit longer during the night. Um, They'll stay awake a little bit longer during the day, and they're still going to wake up for nighttime feedings. Six to eight weeks, same, 14 to 17 hours. They still need nighttime feedings. Um, They will start to spend more time in deep sleep stages at this point. Two to three months, we still need 14 to 17 hours of sleep. They're still sleeping about five to six hours straight at night. They'll need fewer nighttime feedings and will start regular sleep-wake patterns around the clock. Four to six months, they can stretch into 12 to 15 hours. So they're needing a little bit less, but that's still within a 24-hour time period. And they have two naps in there. Some will have three. And naps are a very important part of development. So this is a good time to set um, consistent times and routines for naps and bedtime and fit them into your family's schedule from six to nine months. Your baby is going to need 12 to 15 hours of sleep, including two naps. They'll need about an hour and a half to two and a half hours for each nap. One in the morning, one in the afternoon. Um, they'll have longer daytime naps. They'll make them less sleepy at night. They may wake up at night and be able to soothe, them- soothe themselves back to sleep. Um, but they all may also start to feel separation and anxiety when they wake up and see that you're not there. Uh, listen for cues to see what you need to do to visit and comfort your baby. Nine to 12 months of age, they still need 12 to 15 hours of sleep with two naps and of one to um, two hours in the morning and afternoon. So that That continues well until their first birthday. At one year of age, they go to about 11 to 14 hours of sleep with two naps. Um, And as your toddler becomes more active, you may be able to decide to transition to one nap per day. Uh, At this age, most children still benefit from morning and afternoon naps of one to two hours each. From 18 months to two years, we're still at 11 to 14 hours within that 24 hours hour time period, um, they are going to begin moving towards one afternoon nap of one to two hours. And you may want to plan for some downtime in case your child is tired during that nap time. The two-year period, still looking at 11 to 14 hours. They may sleep 11 to 14 hours, 11 to 12 hours at night with one one to two-hour nap in the afternoon. At three, they need 10 to 13 hours of sleep. They'll need, they'll get about 10 to 11 hours of sleep at night. And they'll probably need one to two hour naps in the afternoon. Now, about 75% of three year olds are still napping at three. And then that, that afternoon nap, will begin to become extinct somewhere around four. As long as you are setting good, healthy boundaries with sleep and rest time, they should continue to nap and they need that nap. And eliminating that afternoon nap does not help them sleep longer at night uh, and as a matter of fact, if they quit napping too early is what happens is to become a little manic by about six o'clock at night and they're harder to wind down and it's harder to put them to sleep. Oftentimes I'll hear parents say, well, they're not tired. They're up running around and playing and it's 730, it's eight o'clock, it's nine o'clock and they're still wanting to be up running around and playing. That's because they're manic and they're sleep deprived. Um, that is not That is not anything else. So there's that information about sleep. I want you to take a look at those groups and see which group, which age group applies to your kiddo. If you have questions about sleep and routines and those sort of things, we will cover that in the future, but you are welcome to ask those in the What's Up Wednesday group. A couple of things to consider for healthy sleep habits. So it's important to have a healthy, bedtime routine. So for an adult, bedtime routine looks like we change into our pajamas or we shower and change into our pajamas. We brush our teeth. We wash our face. We put our lotion on. We maybe get a book out. Um, we have low lights in the bedroom. We're not on electronics because that affects the brain's ability to wind down, go to sleep. And children need similar healthy wind down bedtime routine. So we have bedtime. We have story. We have singing a few songs. We say prayers with our, with our kiddo. You can do, um, a little Bible reading with your kiddo. Proverbs is a great place to start. Read a verse there and then pull out your board books and do some reading there. And, um, maybe rocking, nursing or a bottle, depending on their age. And then you're going to lay them down and put them to sleep and allow them to fall asleep on their own to some degree, although they're completely rested and relaxed. But all of those sort of things, that routine is what begins to trigger their mind. This is, this is what we do. We go to bed. This is the process, the pattern that we follow. So that's some of the things you'll do there is make sure you're establishing a healthy, bedtime routine. You want to do the same thing with nap time routine as far as turning down the lights, talking softly, reading a book, giving a bottle or um, nursing a little bit of rocking and laying them down to go to sleep so that they're learning to self-soothe soothe a little bit and falling asleep on their own. So figure out what you want the pattern to be for your child and what you need that pattern to be for your child so that you can comfortably lay them down to sleep. So a couple of things to remember, there's lots of wives tales out there. There's lots of questions out there that really are just people's questions that you don't need to be concerned with because you're concerned with teaching healthy sleep habits and you're concerned about what your child developmentally needs. It's not a race when babies sleep through the night, how many naps they take when they give up a nap. None of that is a race. It's all about what your baby needs. Um, and again, this is the sleep, best sleep book ever written, Healthy Sleep Habits, Happy Child by Dr. Mark Weisbluth. He's a pediatric sleep disorder specialist. Um, I just went over some broad ranges of what your baby needs as far as their sleep needs, time-wise, hour-wise, number of naps. This is just the beginning of of, um, sleep education, so to speak, for parents. And we will cover more details later on in the group. Please, if you have any questions, post them what's up Wednesday. Have a great day. And I hope you're getting a good night's sleep. Thanks for listening today. I pray this has blessed you. I'd like to invite you to my private community, Meet Up with Marla. For more personalized information, click the link in the show notes to join. Have a great day.